Well, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to all EastEnders fans out there. Welcome to Albert Square After Dark, your weekly EastEnders podcast. This week, discussing the episodes of EastEnders broadcast in the UK uh, and everywhere else from the 15th to the 18th of May 2023. How are you? I hope you are well. Uh, this has been another good week of EastEnders. I cannot wait to start discussing it. And the person I shall be discussing it with is this lovely lady. It's Ree. Hello, Ree. How are you this week? Hiya, Rob. I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm very, very well. Uh, now, ladies and gentlemen, bit of news before we crack on with this week. Um, While you here... remember. While I remember, because I will forget. Uh, <laughs> we're not here next week. I'm away next week, but we, we will return the following week with a big old bumper episode. Sometimes life just gets in the way and I've got to go away to Liverpool next week. Into a writer's seminar, you know. Oh, yes. I'm staying in a hotel. Really? That sounds oh, cool. Yeah. So staying in a hotel and doing all doing all that. So yeah, I'm looking really I've never to been that. to Liverpool. That sounds ace. I think the only time I've ever, I've ever actually been to Liverpool is when I went to see Starlight Express as a kid. I don't think I've ever spent like, any significant time. Oh, so there. you were a kid. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. I haven't like experienced Liverpool as an adult. So. Um, sorry, talking of which, because mm. I've not done anything exciting this week. Where yeah. were you earlier this week? I saw your Insta story. Why? Oh where, yeah. Rob? I was in London. Where were you? What have you been doing? Oh, I was in London. I was in London for a friend's birthday. We went to the Duck and Waffle, which uh, is at the top of the, I want to say the Shard. Either way, it's at the top of the, uh, like the the tallest restaurant in either the UK or Europe, one of the two. And you go up in a massive glass lift up to the 40th floor and like you zoom up and you like see the city. I'm so surprised you went up that. I don't mind heights. I'm all right with heights. Oh, right. Oh, I'm thinking the person, I, the person whose birthday it was is terrified of heights. So getting in the lift with him was hilarious. Right. <laughs> no, heights, <laughs> I'm absolutely fine with. If you put me in a lift full of spiders, however, I would have I would have climbed up the building yeah. to go in the lift. But heights, I'm absolutely yeah. fine with. So there we are. So yeah, I had a great, I've had a great week. I've been nothing but eat and drink all weekend. So um, awesome. I'm, yeah, I probably put on about 10 stone in the process, but never mind. Uh, so there we are. Um, okay, so... What a week we've had in EastEnders this week. And we have finally, finally, after weeks and weeks and months of begging, years of begging, it seems, we finally got ourselves another two-hander this week. And I cannot wait to discuss it. It's very, very exciting. Uh, But there are lots of other stories going on this week. So let's start discussing them in this week's Albert Square After Dark. So we shall start this week with uh, all the shenanigans that are going on in the Vic. Elaine is making her mark in there. She's driving Linda a bit crazy uh, and she's swiftly got rid of Alfie. Now, the week starts with them throwing away the uh, the mess that was left over from whoever broke into the Vic. Now, one thing I want to point out here straight away is that when Elaine came out of the pub and she was mm-hmm. saying oh it's been day tomorrow we'll just get rid of all this tomorrow it's been yeah. day tomorrow i'm amazed because i've she's not done bad learning when bin day is to an area that she's only just moved to i, sh- I know I've, right i've forgotten the bins this week and i've lived here for years i don't <laughs> think well even... i can't say i'm surprised by that wrong no but yeah, yeah fair for, for some organized people you know bin day is quite an easy thing to remember Do you know what you... i'm glad that you've just said that because it's my bin day today so um i well, might don't just text forget. my other half and say um, yeah. Keep up the bin out, please, while I remember. Yeah. Sorry, you do that right now while we're recording. Yeah, that's absolutely but, fine. How professional! <laughs> how professional! You crack yeah, on. Yeah, but seriously, domestic, but, I domestic mean, home no, life out just, while we're doing if this. If anything, I'm just, I'm just backing up your point. I'm just backing up your point. Why the fact that the bin days are easy to forget? <laughs> yeah. I'll carry on, shall I? While you're doing that, yeah, you carry on. I've I'll said it now anyway, just, so it's fine. Uh, so, so. Um, <laughs> 
one thing that Linda does manage to kind of rescue from the wreckage of the Vic uh, is a kind of photo that uh, of her and Mick that was done. I vaguely remember that photo being done, but I can't remember how it yeah. came how it came about. No, but, I can't to be honest. Um, so. From across the square, Elaine spots Nish and Vinny. Now, Vinny is sporting a bandage on his hand because, as we know, Vinny is crap with glass. <laughs> Isn't he, Joe? How's he even managed that? What's he do? Oh, well, the, if you remember... Was he, he dancing it when he smashed them all? Pro- probably, because you remember when he did the chicken shops yeah. and he yeah. just like he returned home with just a, like, a day oh, with yeah. glass he couldn't even. Him. And he couldn't, couldn't even shake, shake it off, him. could he? No, no, no. He put it in laundry basket yeah, as well. Like just for any wanted to shred their hands to pieces mm-hmm. when they pulled it when they pulled it out. So he's rubbish with glasses, Vinny, bless him. Yeah. Um I don't know. I you'd you'd think that Nish would probably send someone a little bit more au fait with the kind of knowledge of what to do with broken glass when And you... someone maybe yeah, and someone who's maybe not as close in the panisar circle. Mm. Someone who's better mm. at lying as well, which we'll get to in a second. Yeah. Um but yeah, so Vinny's got this bandage around his hand which automatically mm-hmm. sets Elaine's spidey senses tingling um so she basically spends the rest of uh her of, of her day that day sort of buttering up the residents as, as they come into the pub and trying to find out as much as she can about the digging all the dirt that she can yeah yeah um I mean she's already kind of getting in quite cozy with the likes of Mitch Rocky Harvey who she, yeah well she, she sees as her regulars and she's learning all that yeah. learning learning it all I mean, how do you think she's fitting in at this stage in terms of the in terms of like the community? I think she's doing all right. To be fair, she's forcing it slightly, but I think she's I think she's doing all right in terms. Well, of... she's forcing it because, as she says mm. later on to Linda in the week, like, come on, we're putting on a show, darling. So she clearly yeah. sees it as as an as a role, really. Which, to be fair, I think that with a lot of jobs that you sometimes putting on a well, role. Well, I mean, because you you work in a bar, you know, and you're quite yes. high, you're quite high up in a bar. Is it that is you said is there a sense of that sort of theatre when you're when you're at work? Or is it a bit different in a pub? Um no, because it's too loud the music there. Mm, so yeah. you couldn't really get away with that. But no, yeah, it's not that I kind of place. Str- I can imagine in a local pub. Yeah. Yeah. I can see you strutting out like Peggy Mitchell. Right you, right lady. Um, <laughs> the right, real. Right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> They are. They are. I've seen them. They are real. Um, <laughs> no, right, so I have on a night out. You, um, you actually, yeah, we won't go there. Um, so what? No, don't go there because no, no I, I do there. not. All no, right. no, trust me. Moving I on. I mean, if it helps, Ray, they're lovely. But yeah, I, <laughs> no, I think you're mistaking me with someone else, Rob. No, I'd recognise him if I saw them again. If I saw them, in no, the you wouldn't. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. Right, reads. move on now. <laughs> Just move on because I don't even believe you anyway. Move on. Right, so um, uh, Eve is putting pressure on Elaine at this point because yes. she's, she senses an opportunity for Nish to get into yeah. trouble. So she basically says, oh, yeah, yeah, no, Nish, yeah, it's right up his street. Yeah, someone should stand up to him. Yeah, yeah, and they sort Nish out. And Elaine's like, right, yes, I will. Um, mm. But then uh, Eve has a conversation with Suki and they sort of work out quite easily that Vinny was the one that was behind it. No, and obviously... wait, no. Yeah, because Nish, no, oh, he's yeah. got an alibi, Eve, but... And I'm yet Vinny walked it. in with yeah, a cut on his hand, which I had to bandage. Hand, yeah. uh, coincidentally, when the Vic was getting broken into, hmm, I wonder who did it. <laughs> He's rubbish, isn't he? Bless him at this, at this sort of thing, is Vinny. He is. Bless his, he bless is. his cottons. Um, but I must so, say, I love that Suki's just like, oh, here we go, you know. Yeah. yeah. All so, this drama that happens. Elaine, has, uh, Eve kind of quickly has to backtrack with Elaine and say, well, actually, yeah. you know, it might not have been Nish. He's a decent guy, really, and you haven't got any evidence. So Elaine kind of realises yeah. that she has to sort of back down. Yeah. She ends up going to, to going, going to Nish and say, look, I'm sorry, all right? Let's not get off on the wrong foot here. It's all been a terrible misunderstanding. Of course you're not barred from the Vic. 
You can come mm-hmm. in at any time, and then she's like, "Yeah, yeah, that's that lady's problem. That's that lady sorted out." Um, obviously, Elaine didn't mean a word of it, but no. it's so smart clearly move from Elaine. Smart. Well, it is a though. smart move because I think also she has sort of realised that the last thing Linda needs at the moment is a massive war going on between apparently the yeah. local gangster and uh, you know and her pub when she's still trying to kind of grieve over yeah. Nick. Yeah. Um, but she Elaine does later corner Vinny and is kind of and again Vinny is just the worst liar in the entire world. He's just like, yeah. yeah, no, I don't know, I don't know what you, I don't know what you're talking about, and I must leave now. Goodbye, and just kind of strolls and kind of runs off. Um, so there's a, there's no doubt in Elaine's mind whatsoever who who's who's done this. Um, so while she's getting on with all that, she's also trying to make Linda get rid of Alfie. Now it's interesting with this because she says later on in the week that she's got no intention of getting rid of Tracy. So I'm kind of a loss. As well, if you'd she... like to know the legal perspective, Rob, that's please. Because, that would be lovely. Um, you can't take somebody to court for um. Oh God, I'm about to say it. <laughs> Thank God. So if somebody's yeah, if somebody's been working somewhere for more than two years, they have legal rights okay. over somebody who's not been working there for two years. So basically, if someone's not been working there for two years, yeah. you could just claim that their probation period's not worked <laughs> out or right. essentially get rid of them for whatever you want and they would not be able to set you to court for it. Whereas Tracy, who's been there for that long, mm. would be able to do that. Well, that's so interesting because normally when someone new takes over the takes over the Vic, Tracy's sacked immediately. It t- tends to be the way it goes normally. Well, so things are a bit more done by the books these days, aren't they? Yeah, yeah aren't they just? Yeah. So that's, I, that's I would guess cool. that's what it is anyway. Um, so Alfie is um, sort of attempting to get into Elaine's good books and sorting out all of these sort of theme nights. He starts trying to make cocktails, kind of forcing Cat and Phil with uh, with kind of uh, trying to get involved with this charade. I think getting rid of Alfie's a right mistake. He's coming up with some great ideas to try and get punters in. But anyway, well, yeah, go on, sorry. I mean, you know, but it's a busy London pub. You'd think she'd kind of yeah. appreciate staff so that they could have some time off. Showing you know, some but... initiative, yeah, yeah. But I'm, I'm kind of confused as to what Elaine's actual issue is with Alfie per se in terms of working there. Because he's got experience of working behind the Vic Bar. He used to own the place, for God's sake. Him and Linda well, I don't want to spoiler it, but we know that she's having these phone calls. So I think she it is. may be to do with that. But yeah, So you let's... reckon just kind of uh, so another man kind of is coming in. So there's a vacancy. So there's a vacancy, yeah. Um, incidentally, talking of Cat and Phil, interesting to mention this, seven years since Peggy died. It's the anniversary of Peggy's death this I week. know, what a shock. Yeah, I That's, can't believe it was seven years. Seven, where's seven years gone, honestly? It just flies oh, by, doesn't madness, it? Madness, madness. Um, but interestingly, Cat is all sort of, sort of, it's like bigging up Alfie to Elaine and saying, oh, you know, yeah, he's great behind the bar here. He's a great barman. You could do much, much worse than have it. Elaine's mm-hmm. not really interested. She couldn't care less. She's decided that he needs to go. And she basically says to Linda, right, so I've gone by your wishes to stop this war. I was I was, I was, was quite happy to fight with the Panthers. And now can you do me the same courtesy and get rid of Alfie? A bit unfair, I think. No, don't get me wrong. I'm liking Elaine. She's going to be an interesting character. And she's, you know, she's already quite mm-hmm. feisty and earthy and interesting mm-hmm. and a decent material for the Vic. Very unfair of her to do this, though, I think, to get Linda. Mate, I hated just... Elaine this week. No, well, I hated Elaine this week. I mean... Yeah. In a way of what because yeah, of what yeah, the yeah. character's as, doing, yeah, not as because, a person, you know. yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Because she's just lost a friendship with Sharon, and mm-hmm. now she's forcing. You know, Lin- Alfie was basically well, not. You know, Linda's got friends, but you know, yeah, best in, pal, in, though, really. in terms of Elaine, yeah, as far as Elaine's concerned, you know, Alfie is like yeah. now Linda's closest friend, and she's like, no, you yeah. need to sack him, and you need to do it as well. I won't do it. You need to do it, which it seemed unfair. I think it's... is there a bit of a controlling side? to Elaine it would seem I think um, because I think she also I think that she's been a right 
to Alfie this week. I might as well say it. she's been a right dick to Alfie, don't you think yeah. so? Like it was yeah. so unnecessary. Like I yeah, do, I don't understand why you'd put yeah. some deliberately putting someone down like that. It's just nasty, but well, it's because yeah. she decided, wasn't it? She decided that Alfie was was surplus to requirements. So his opinion on just no need to be like ideas... that, is there? But... No, no. I mean, I'm, it's seeing a be different a... side to her, aren't we? Mm. Well, it's uh, this all kind of presumably boils down to who she's on the phone to. Now, obviously. You know, yeah. we, we know our stuff. We know who she's on the phone to. There may be yeah. there may be some listeners who don't know who she's on the phone yeah, to. Exactly. I think it's quite interesting that sort of like the mystery of who was on the phone has kind of now moved from Linda to Elaine. Because mm-hmm. um, now Elaine's got Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Um, I wish we didn't know who it was, though. I know, yeah. Yeah, it's it a shame. Because both yeah. times now we know full well who's on the phone. Yeah. It's just waiting for the reveal to happen, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but Linda breaks the news to Alfie and he's kind of quite gutted. He's, he's quite devastated. But unlike Sharon, he sort of um, says, like, you know, it's business, all right? And this isn't yeah. going to get in the way of our friendship. But, but you can tell he's kind of quite stung by it and quite hurt. Um, I think he knows that it's not really Linda who's made that decision as well. I, I noticed that Linda dropped that in quite quickly. And I can't blame her for that whatsoever. It's like, my yeah. mom, all right, I tried, but she, she doesn't want you here. So I can't do yeah. a lot about it. So it's... Uh, and then, of course, like we say, Elaine is on the phone and talking about whoever she's on the phone to. She is moving into the Vic. They are coming for the. They are coming to the Vic, and Elaine is basically planning on get, getting basically this new family in the yeah. Vic and starting this whole new business off, her whole new enterprise with her family around her. That's her ultimate plan, isn't it? Yeah. So interesting stuff there. And now Elaine apparently is back up, is uh, going back home just so she can finish packing. So we might not see Elaine next week. Oh yeah. Um, which again, quite helpful. Oh yeah, sack Alfie, and now I'm off. So good luck doing. Oh doing yeah, it all could have given weeks notice or something. Exactly, yeah. like really helpful. Yeah. Um, so yeah, some interesting stuff there. I I do like Elaine in terms of the fact that she is she's 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 coming like fiery character, and she's coming like mm. a, like like a hurricane. She she's she's posting that quite a lot online, which I quite like. Hurricane Elaine. Yeah, has Hurricane arrived. Elaine. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So um, taken away from Hurricane Sharon, of course. Uh, so yeah, interesting stuff there. Um, we will be discovering who is on the other end of Elaine's phone. If you are not aware of who is coming, uh, that will be in the next couple of weeks. Uh, and then this whole new era of the Vic will officially begin, which is quite exciting. But I think for now we're going to have to take a little bit of a break from the from the madness of the Vic because I think we'll be focusing very much on Lola for the next couple of weeks and then yeah. sort of building up towards the Vic stuff again. Um, so yeah, interesting stuff. Right then, ladies and gents. Let's move on now to Stacy. Bailiffs have arrived at the Slaters. Uh, so, yeah, Stacy's money problems have reached a point now where everything's out of her house. The bailiffs have arrived. Yes. Conveniently wearing clothes that identified that they were bailiffs, by the way. Oh, like a big sign that said, I am a bailiff. It literally said bail. Did you not notice it said bailiffs on the back of the jacket? Is that not what bailiffs wear? Is that not what bailiffs wear? Well, I, I thought they uniform? tried to hide. I thought that they tried to hide the fact that they were bailiffs so that people would open the door. Well, what I would argue is that if they then start walking out of the house with all your things, that's not called being a bailiff, that's called being a burglar. So maybe they need some sort of identification so someone doesn't call the police on them, would be my guess. Okay, maybe. we'll look it up. I, I don't think that they would walk around with jackets that say you might bailiff, be right. but anyway. You might be right, you might be right. Um, But yes, they arrive at the Slater's house to kind of clear things, to clear all her stock away, Um, including Harvey's sandwich maker, which he's devastated about, which, there, I understand that. And the kettle. Jean has to go out and buy another kettle, which is about the size of a thimble. With a house that big. That I is can... harsh, that. It is harsh, kettle. That. It is. I mean, that, of all the things you could say, like, leave the kettle, man. You know? It's, yeah, isn't it? It's, it's, it's bad enough. Let him have a cup of tea. Oh, swear inside. <laughs> Let him have a cup of tea. 
going to bleep that and make a note of that. Sorry. Honestly. Let him have a... Honestly. Sorry. Anyway, let him have a anyway, cup of tea morning. You know, absolutely. while they're bad about all the stuff being taken. Don't take the kettle. So Stacey has to say... <laughs> professional uh so you are you drunk again this is you've been drinking lots of wine during the between takes again this is what happens Uh, no no uh so the bat van now has to do a promotion so they come up with the idea of naked burgers now i'm gonna say this straight away this sounds horrendous just a a burger between two slices of lettuce I mean, mate, I've done low, I've done low carb diet. You do what you need to. When that's you not eat a bread, low. Mate. That's not a low carb diet. Like sticking a yes, bit of it cheese. Is. Have you had a yes, naked burger? Is. Yeah, we weren't called that, but yeah. So you've had a burger with two pieces of lettuce, with two pieces yes. of lettuce as the bread. Yes, that's my dad bad. still does that. My dad doesn't really? eat carbs at all because he's diabetic, so he doesn't need any carbs. So if he was having something that you'd normally have bread with, he has two lettuce leaves. Wow. Makes you feel it, a bit better. Yeah, I mean, I didn't think it was a real thing. Well, it's I'm, true. I'm... Yeah, it's a, it's a legit real thing, yeah. Wow. Can um, confirm. So, Freddie takes the advantage of this to wear a placard and just go strut around the square in his boxes and get selfies mm-hmm. taken. And then if you have a selfie taken with Freddie, you get a naked burger for 50p, which doesn't seem, seem quite reasonable. Now, I just want to briefly say about Freddie. I have at the start, I was kind of a bit like, mm, I don't know, if Freddie's working. I don't, I don't know, I don't know. He, and I've said in recent weeks, Freddie is growing on me. Mm-hmm. And what I am quite enjoying about Freddie is sort of the joy that he's bringing to the Slater household. Like he's giving Stacey lots to laugh about. Him and Eve get on really well. It's nice to just—he's a nice per, hes a nice character to sort of just have that friendship banter. A little thing. cheeky, he's, chappy kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, but he's thrown got into like, the sadness. Yeah, but he's almost, a younger, yeah. he's a young, he's a young character as well. So kind of like yeah. Stacey and Eve sort of take him under their wing, and it's quite—he's—it's kind of—he's—he developed into quite a nice little role within the Slater house. I think maybe while he's maybe. developing his own storylines, we might mm. see that he's—you know—he's. I don't know. Does it say it worth a bit more? That makes yeah, sense. Uh, yeah, like prove his worth in terms of like why he's there yeah. and why he exists as a character. And I think now he's moved out of the Slater because I think that was the other thing. Like his existence within the Slaters didn't really make much sense considering the yeah. was so skinned. Yeah. He clearly mm-hmm. had no issues with his mum whatsoever. They were talking and like sharing Christmas presents and stuff. Like we're still not entirely sure why he's still around. But you know what I mean? Like he at the same time he's sort of he's he's endearing. He likes it there, Rob. He just he He just loves Albert Square, who can blame him. And who wouldn't? Who wouldn't love to live in Albert Square? I'd live in Albert Square. Um so while all this is going on, uh Stacey is receiving uh offers uh for uh, a face pick on the secret cam site. Uh now first of all, this starts off as an offer of fifty quid. And then it's off and then it's increased to above the odds. I want to know what what the odds are on, on one of these sites. Like, what are the odds? Like, what's above the odds? To just show no your face idea. in it, show your face in the video, uh, and then by the end of the week, it's gone up to an offer of a hundred pounds to like so basically double, so about a hundred quid to show her face in one of the in one of these videos. So she's tempted. She can. She's like, yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah possibly. She's not keen on the idea though, but she ends up going to Whitney's stall and kind of finds mm-hmm. this quite hideous black corset. <laughs> It looks more like it's one of those sort of black leather torture mechanism things that you know that you just sort of type in onto a rack. I think co- I think corsets and stuff are back in fashion anyway. Right? Are they? Is that a thing? It's now? all not all naughty stuff's back in fashion. Oh, and I'm pretty sure no. corsets would. Yeah, um, I know. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm, don't, don't do that sort of thing. Um, <laughs> but Whitney kind of just yeah. understands what's going on here, and and like she sees Stacey eyeing up this corset. She's like, oh, you can have that. I haven't been able to shift that. Even Whitney says it's hideous. I've been able to shift that in weeks. Yeah, take it. I don't true. need it. Yeah. <laughs> But she kind of misunderstands it in terms of she thinks that Stacey's got a date 
And she's yeah. like, well, you, your house has just been raided by bailiffs. You have that on me and go, go get you yourself it, laid. Yeah. You deserve yeah. it. You, you go do that. So Stacey takes this corset away, obviously with the intention of wearing it for the video where she's going to show her yeah. face. Mm-hmm. Um, Eve catches kind of wind of this when Whitney tells her. Uh, and then there's a bit of a misunderstanding where they take the wrong bag and Stacey ends up taking a bag of cheese home and, Stacey, yeah. and Eve finds yeah. the corset. So Eve goes, yeah. Eve goes back and kind of sees Stacey in, alone in the house in all sorts, sort of ready to film. And Stacey ends up confessing what, exactly what is going on. Now, Eve's reaction mm-hmm. is brilliant here, isn't it? Like, you know, she's non-judgmental. Yeah, yeah. non She's like, are you comfortable with it? Do you want to do it? If you don't want to do it, don't yeah, do it. Yeah, she's saying to do it, do it if you don't want to do it. Yeah, yeah. totally. Which is basically mm-hmm. kind of like what all this ever boils down to, doesn't it? If you want yeah. to put yourself in that situation, then go, then for, go it. for it. You're not yeah, hurting yeah. anybody. Yeah, yeah. And, you're making a bit, and I've always thought this with this sort of thing. If people are ridiculous enough to want to pay you a hundred pounds just to see your feet or and your you're face, happy to do it and you're yeah, happy to do it, it and you knock yourself out you know that's, yeah. that's absolutely fine yeah. um but she's you know well, she she's doesn't want of, to do it she doesn't want to do that's it that's the she? difference uh, this is the thing stacy really doesn't want to do it but i think yeah. now she's you know she's had a house cleared of all furniture and all sort of electrical electronic equipment yeah. harvey's sandwich maker has gone walkabouts you know she hasn't got much choice um, still got a new baby haven't we as well and they've still got a new baby and talking of lily um, Stacey receives a call from the school because Lily has been bullying yes. a girl, which she's like, that doesn't sound like Lily at all. Doesn't sound like Lily. It does sound a bit like Lily, to be fair. A little bit. A little bit, <laughs> a little bit like Lily. Um, but basically, Lily is has basically been trying to distract everyone because this girl yeah. at school has been taking pictures of herself and sending them around. And she's like, well, why would yeah. anyone do anything so slaggy? Right, well, Stacey's, Stacey's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, why would anyone do that? But she's basically been trying to kind of just detract attention from Deflect herself. Deflect the attention, of, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's it's sort of understandable. Because um, they've been doing sex education at school where yeah. everyone's been selling <laughs> stuff because she's Lily's pregnant. Like, that would be so awkward. Lily's like, completed it, mate. I've done, I'm, I'm all right, yeah. I've done it. <laughs> done it. <laughs> Fact, it maybe you should have taught me this last year. Yeah, thanks for that. Yeah, oh, great. Yeah. I could have learned this lesson about the cucumber and the condom last year. Thanks yeah. very much. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think they do that anymore. I do you know what I don't remember putting a condom on a cucumber. I'm not sure. I don't think well, I could do that. I remember my teacher used to go bright red at the smallest of things, so that was brilliant. And a lot of lads fancied her as well, so oh. our lesson was just horrendous. But she didn't have cucumbers, so right. she was making us go in as bags for um, like deodorant bottles and stuff. I remember that being a thing and body wow. sprays. I mean, yeah. Is- so we didn't use cucumbers. We used some poor, poor pe- and some poor bugger pulls out a roll on, and it's like, well, what do you want me to do with this? Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's yeah. that's a lesson you need to learn later <laughs> in life as well. Yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah. So meanwhile, Martin is around for all of this sort of thing because at the start, he's there at the start of the week when the bailiffs arrive, and he says to Stacey, "Why didn't you tell me that things were this bad?" Yeah. So with everything that's going on with Lily and all of this kind of thing, he sort of takes Stacey away from the situation and takes it to the allotment for a lovely picnic. Now you yeah. forget how good Stacey and Martin are together, don't you? They're a good yeah, couple. They, they were really couple. nice, that. Yeah. I mean, I never had any issue with Stacey and Kira. I was quite a fan of. I was quite a fan of Steer. Yeah, yeah. You know, I quite liked them, but I remember Martin kind of coming back on back onto the scene, and you sort of remembering mm. how good Stacey and Martin were together, and that sort of reignited this week. You she needs get... Martin, doesn't she? Well, she he's, needs, he's oh, so... Martin. Yeah, I mean, Stacey has been single now since Kira left, and it's kind of mm. she's clearly struggling a little bit on her own. It's not like Stacey's yeah. like is dependent on anybody, but she, yeah. you know, she she kind of needs that kind of help in the background. 
Um, and you can, I think there's a bit of a spark again this week, wasn't there? There was like stages yeah, sort of looking nice. at him like, yeah. Mm, yeah. maybe I could go back to the veg man. That, that wouldn't be And he bad. says, oh, I wish I could do a bit more to help. And then she says, oh, do and you she's mean like, it? well, <laughs> well. Well, I was thinking actually. that, to be fair. I thought, yeah. actually, you should have been doing that already, mate, because fair play to stay, say, how many kids well, his kid, his kids, His kids are there as well, yeah, aren't they? So, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. To be fair, though, I can imagine that Martin is you know quite easily provided hands-on dad. Yeah, yeah he's a hands-on dad and you know the, obviously the thing with ryan was the fact that she he kind of cut her child maintenance pay because yeah and that was all his ass. input anyway yeah. yeah so i imagine martin has always been kind of like there's your money yeah. for this month there's your money for this month and always been very yeah. hands-on um mm. so watch this space i think for stacy and martin mm. um he thought she sort of inadvertently gets advice from him about what to do about this about this kind of camera stuff without actually telling him what's going on uh, and he says, look, if you're happy and if you feel comfortable and it's not illegal, crack on with it. And so she mm. ends up in the at the end of the episode, she um, at the end of the week, rather, she ends up wearing the corset and starts kind of taking the videos and mm. sending the videos. So we shall see where that ends up. And very, I love yeah. this story with Stacey. I'm really, really interested yeah, to see where it goes. Good, yeah, yeah. Good it's really interesting. Run. It is really interesting because it sort of opens up that question about sort of and not consent, but you know what I mean? Like when you mm. went like putting yourself into that position, are you mm. being forced into that position or even like Freddie is a kind of nice antithesis to it because he's taking all of the photos of his feet and in his words, making silly money. And he's just having a whale of the time and loving it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he's, I think he's of the same, same opinion as me where he's just like, if someone literally wants to pay me 80 quid for yeah, my go feet, for it. then who yeah. am I to, who am I to say no? Like, so mm. I think it's really interesting. And I like the yeah. sort of confidence that was going on between Stacey and Freddie mm. with regards to it. So hopefully Freddie might become a little bit more involved with this story. Where do you think, think it's going to go though? Well, I think, well, now she's showing her face. That's going to be the killer, mm. isn't it? Because now her yeah. face is Do you is think someone's going to come across Someone's going to recognise. Who goes on these secret cam? Well, Sorry, I missed what you said then. Who goes on these secret cam websites and like actually pays people? So who's people... going to see it? Is what I'm saying. Like, uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know if anybody. Like... I don't know if anybody in the square will. But what I would guess is if. Maybe it's going to be linked to this girl that was sending pictures of herself. Yeah, around, I just thought was, the exact yeah, same. Because yeah. that would suggest then that the lads at school are have got yeah, access to these kind it. of sites. So mm. Stacey's going to be revealed and then life's going Possibly. to become hell for Lily. That's Imagine if it's decide. Nugget with Ravi's bank card or something. I wouldn't put it past him. Yeah, yeah could be. Interesting. So we'll see where it goes. Right then, ladies and gents, let's move on to the next story. So next, Rob, we're going to talk about Kim and Pearl. So yes. we start off this week, yes. So Kim's in the cafe. She's having a little chat with Jay and Lola uh, about planning Lola's leaving party when suddenly she gets a phone call mm-hmm. and Pearl's had an accident at school. Now she starts panicking a little bit. I mean, kids have accidents, as we know. Yeah. I mean, straight away, you kind of get the sense... I mean, basically, right from the off from Kim's, Kim's scenes this week, we start to sense mm. that she's a bit anxious. Like, I think Bernie dropped something and she was quite jumpy. Uh, and then yeah, she gets yeah. this... And then she gets this phone call and immediately kind of rushes yeah. off. So, so yeah, we see it's... that she's still feeling very anxious like she was yeah. last week. So the next we see of her, she's in the Minute Mart and she's having a little chat with Sue because she's getting some supplies in. Um, and she explains that the school has said that Pearl's fallen off a chair, but she didn't hit her head. She didn't bang her mm-hmm. head. Uh, but Kim decides, well, you never know, do you? whether she's banged her head or not, so that she's going to be watching her all night. She's going to be checking her concussion size. She's going to be checking yeah. her for a high temperature. So again, we're seeing that she's panicking. Um, 
Did you notice as well that Suki then asks Kim while she's there about, um, about Denzel, Denzel not being back at school and yeah. she just completely shuts that down and runs off. So yeah, I can only worry about one still... kid at a time. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 I did notice that. It's interesting this. Um, and yeah. then she like, and then obviously she, she uh, is the party. Yeah. And so next, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Next, we're at the party with um, mm. the Lola's leaving, do and Pearl and Lexi are there and they comment on how many cakes there are and how nice they look. Um, look so they have the party, which we'll get into um, yes. talking about in a bit. And once they've got home, Pearl throws up down herself. Now, we've not seen, I don't think, any scene uh, in this party where Pearl's not got a little cupcake in her hand. So she's clearly had too many cakes, which is Pearl as Sneeze channeling me. It's Pearl was channeling me at London this weekend. <laughs> oh, was she? I, was, yeah. I ate so much, I was almost ready to throw up. But, the, yeah. you know, D- even Denise turns around and says, uh, like Kim, she's had about 6,000 cakes while, while, she's been at the, while she's been at the party. That's all that's wrong with her. But Yeah, whereas Kim's, Kim's reaction really, really was, oh, I knew I should have kept yeah. you off school. You know, Massive I know you're panic. not well. Yeah. Yeah, so then we fast forward to the next day and we mm. see Kim dragging Pearl out of the house saying, that's it, I'm taking you, ho- taking you to hospital. And she's yeah. a bit aggy about it, isn't she, Rob? Well, like, it's, she's taking you know, she, she, so she's literally kind of drag, dragging her down the road to go to the hospital. Now, not just the GP, you know, like not to, I, I'm going to take, yeah, yeah. take you across to the Panasonic surgery you. and see if it's, you know, she's mm. quite happy. Apparently, Kim's like planning on just marching her into A&E. So, mm. well, again, to be fair, she might not have been able to get a GP appointment, but that's for a whole. Well, she, was, she marched her yeah. with A&E as well, to yeah. be fair. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, luckily, though, Nurse Sonia just happens to be walking by at this exact yes. moment and says, are you all right? Is everything okay? And Kim explains she's taking her to hospital. So Sonia says, how about I look over Pearl and, you know, I'll mm. give her a little check over, see that she's okay. So Sonia takes them into the house and she confirms, yeah, you know what, Pearl, I'm glad to let you know that everything seems fine and you seem all right. And Kim's a bit like, well, you're not a doctor, though, are you, Sonia? So how do you yeah. actually know? So even though she's getting yeah, a question, professional... Questioning, uh, questioning Nurse Sonia's opinion on anything medical, it makes you think there's well, that's a problem true, isn't it? Mm, definitely. Um, <clears throat> so then Sonia says to Pearl, right, can you go upstairs? I just want to have a little chat with your mum. So immediately Kim says, this is where you're telling me there's something seriously wrong, isn't it? Again, yeah, yeah. Mm, and Sonia says, no, Kim... Everything's fine with Pearl, but are you okay? You don't seem mm. okay. So, you know, Sonia goes on to say, you you had your car accident not long ago. It would be quite normal for you to be feeling a little anxious. You know, is there mm. anything I can do to help? Uh, and Kim says that she's spoken to a doctor, but there's a long wait. She's been doing a research. It says to focus on something when you're panicking, do some deep breathing, etc. Yeah. All the mental Which she doesn't health, seem to be doing very stuff. well. Well, yeah. she's saying that it's she's saying that it's not helping her now. Yeah, I think Sonia's idea at this point is that she is, you know, she she's just anxious. She's having, she's you know, got yeah. anxiety issues. Yeah, and that may well be the case. Okay, that may very well be, you know, just you know, the car crash and everything is just sort of mm-hmm. set because we've obviously yeah. we've seen him having panic attacks and we've seen her kind of in a really kind of bad place mentally, which we spoke about last week. You know, she was she had yeah. to be talked down twice from a panic attack by two different people. Yeah, and it could just be that. However, mm-hmm. there's another train yeah. of thought here that's going on with Kim. Yeah, um, go on. And it, it is, it's one of those storylines that is sort of 
been thrown around with the idea like sometimes you'll have a conversation with people online and say give us some ideas for soaps for soap storylines and this is mm-hmm. one that sometimes gets thrown around that i don't think has really been covered in a soap before so if this is where it's going it'll be a little bit groundbreaking um and that would be bearing in mind how and you know bearing in mind also how much attention she was putting on denzel last week about like worrying mm-hmm, about like yeah. he's leaving the house so you know denzel yeah overly worrying overly worrying about denzel yeah yeah, it does suggest that this is the start of a much bigger storyline for Kim, uh, in the vein of Munchausen's by proxy. It's which, if you're not aware, well, it's, if you're not aware about what Munchausen, mm. so there's basically, I could my, see. yeah, yeah. I mean, right, no, so Tell I'm no expert. More. Okay, I'm no, I'm no expert. Okay, but I've done a little bit of looking online because it's something that I was kind of aware of. So there's two different types. Yeah. Okay, you've got Munchausen's itself, mm-hmm. which is where you pretend to be ill. Okay, so you, it's it's yeah. basically it, the very basic uh, definition of it is that you are pretending to be ill and you are mm-hmm. constantly at hospitals. You're kind of aware that you're not ill, but you are craving the attention that it, that comes from it. The other side of that is Munchausen's by proxy, where you are applying that to your children or applying it to other people, essentially. But a lot of the time, it's your children. Um, And again, this is something that you tend to do even when you know the kid is not ill, but it's a craving for attention. It's a craving. So now it's the craving for attention part. Yeah. Yeah, but the thing is, it's the craving for attention part that makes me wonder if this is where it would go with Kim. Mm. Because... We know that Kim is someone who is, you know, constantly on social media, constantly kind of like, you know, she's big, she's loud, she's flamboyant, mm-hmm. she's Kim. Um, and she has arguably a craving for attention. But a lot of the time, and like I say, I've looked online and sort of looked at stories and looked at bits and pieces about this. And I could be yeah. completely and utterly talking out my ass here in terms of where this storyline's going. It could be this yeah. could be completely and utterly. No, I think it's theory. I think it's a plausible theory of what's going on. But the thing is, a lot of the time, a lot of the a lot of um, kind of definitions of this describe the uh, I don't know I th- I th- what you call them the the patient the sufferer of of this yeah. as someone who's yeah. quite manipulative and someone who's kind of mm. like like craves this attention and needs that attention and yeah. I don't know whether that if they are going down this road with Kim I don't know whether the ingredients are right for this to be the start of yeah it. I know what you're saying mm. so the Munchausen's by proxy can also be triggered by a traumatic event. Hence the car crash, and you know the fact that yeah, Kim, yeah, as far as she's aware, basically nearly killed Denzel. So you can sort of mm-hmm. maybe kind of work out the psychological yeah, yeah, makeup that might what, put yeah. you, yeah, yeah. Well, that might put her in that situation. I don't know. It's interesting. It's I've seen it kind of. I've seen this theory with Kim being kind of kicked around online a little bit as well. And it's so it, it's not just me. There's the seeds are there, and a few seeds have been planted mm. to sort of make people think that this might be where it's going. It's- it's going somewhere, isn't it? Whether it's that, I don't know. Well, it could just be I mean, health anxiety as well. It'd be a plausible well. route to go down. Mm. I would, I'd be a bit disappointed if it did happen with Kim, though. I've got to be honest, because I don't think it seems right for her character. Well, this I know is the she thing. likes attention, but it's like you said, the yeah, that side. I that's don't the think. Thing. Yeah, that's yeah. the key factor in this. It would require mm. a. It would require you to look at all the times that Kim has kind of craved attention in terms of the social mm. media and all that kind of thing mm. it would require you to sort of look at all of that through a completely different perspective yeah and i don't true. know if i don't know whether that is kim um no i think, I think she's yeah now you know if they are going down this route i would assume that you know all research and everything like that has been done mm. and you know and it, but at the moment it's sort of it's sort of questionable whether that's 
right in Kim's headspace at the moment. I don't know. I don't know. This could be... It's going somewhere, yeah. Yeah, you'd think. You'd think. This could just be a little thing that Kim has for a couple of weeks, you know, where she's just anxious about health and she just needs to sit down and talk to somebody and get over Mm. the fact that this car crash happened. That could be it. Yeah, possibly. But this could also be the start of something much, much bigger. And if it is Munchausen by proxy, Mm. that will have to be something much, much bigger because that is a big, Mm. big topic for someone, for a character to have. Not seen it on a soap before, so it would be interesting. It's a fascinating topic to cover if you look into it. It's a really interesting... As long as they don't go down the Gypsy Rose Blanchard. Well, that's the other thing as well. Yeah, you were telling me me all about that before we started. That sounds sounds like a mad old tale. So, yeah, yeah, we've got, it's maybe just the seeds of something starting this Mm. week, but we'll, we'll have to wait and see what happens with it. Let us know in the comments section below what you, where you think the storyline might be going. Is it going down that route or is it something a little bit more innocent? Let us know in the comments or by doing any of the social media outlets that we'll give you at the end of the show. So we finished this week's story discussion with talking about Lola. Oh, my heart. My heart is in pieces. I am a wreck. I'm an emotional, destitute wreck on the floor. Oh, my God. I cried twice this week. I'm going to just try to say, if you're crying, then we know that something's going on. I don't cry. never cries at TV. No, he never does, ever. I don't cry a lot in general. This made me cry twice. Ridiculous. So, I mean, we'll talk about what actually, the events leading up to the first two-hander we have had in years and years and years. I'm so excited. And what a brilliant one it was. Oh, it was amazing. But yes, Um, we'll get to that. There is one little one little pointer I want to mention before we really kick off going into the storyline. There was a scene between Ben and Callum at the start of the week. Because obviously Ben was an ass last week. Yeah. Uh, and Callum's like, yeah, you need to apologise. Um, mm. And Ben kind of makes a throwaway comment and, you know, says, oh, you need to go get some sleep PC plods. And he's like, it's detective plod, actually. Detective plod, yeah, yeah. Callum's a detective. Oh! When did... Callum is now a detective. Oh, yeah, because he was like in... Training, weren't he, before or whatever? Callum so is now, now he's re- fully detective. Apparently he's now is fully detective. Yeah, I think that was the point of that line, yeah. He's now a detective. He was a community support officer three years ago, <laughs> and now he's a detective. Well, He has know, climbed his the des- way. The desperate for police at minute, Rob, so, you know. <laughs> that desperate? I mean, <laughs> he's climbed his way up Isn't the ladder. Is there a conflict of interest with him going out with you, Mitchell, as well? Oh, you'd think, but that, that's been an issue yeah, that's, like, long since we've put to bed, I think. Yeah. Anyway, Callum's now a detective. Deal with that, ladies and gentlemen. It has happened. Um, so, yes, well, as we discussed, uh, Kim's going mad trying to plan this um, party for Lola. Um, it's kind of leaving party for Lola. She's slightly overwhelmed by it all. Um, she gets an apology off Ben. Yeah. She's kind of, like, she's, she's more worried about this sort of meeting that's going on between him and Ben about, mm. you know, sort of the adoption of Lexi. And so she's kind of getting distracted with all that. However, later on, Lola has completely forgotten about the party. And not just it slips her mind. Like, it's gone out of her brain completely and she has yeah. no idea what Jay is talking about when he mm. mentions it later. So it's the start, you start to realise... We can see that she's getting a lot worse, yeah. Yeah, um, you know, it's, stuff is already starting to take effect. But this is only yeah. the beginning for what goes wrong for Lola this week mm-hmm. um so the next day at the salon uh they have a nice karaoke party Elaine brings over a karaoke machine thanks to Ben and they all have this lovely karaoke yeah. party with Pearl and Lexi um you know Honey's there Kathy's there Denise and Kim they're all having a lovely time yeah um it's all and it's all going really really well uh yeah. and then we start to see that Lola is really really not well she's zoned yeah. out she's disorientated she leaves yeah. the party behind. No one really yeah. notices. No one notices her sort of slipping away, and then she's kind of wandering down the streets, like really sort of 
dazed and disorientated, throws up. Billy finds her, and she has no idea where she is. Like she is just in a, she's just in a, she's the mess on the floor. Mm. Really scared, really frightened. Doesn't want Lexi to see her like this. So they get her back to the flat. Lexi walks in. And now Lola has like kind of lost the well, use of Well, actually, you've missed a little. You've missed a little key part there because that's when um, Lola first mentions to Billy that she doesn't want to die that way, isn't it? Well, yeah, she says that she when he finds want... her, yeah, yeah, because she's frightened and that's she's when kind she of hints, on... yeah. yeah. Yeah, she's on the ground. Yeah. She's sort of frightened. She doesn't want to die like this. She wants it mm. to be a bit more dignified than that. Yeah. Um. Let's she ends up shouting. Yeah. She ends up shouting at Lexi. Um. Because she doesn't like I say Lexi doesn't. She doesn't want Lexi to see her like that. They end yeah. up going back. They take her to the hospital. Uh. And that is when she is given the news that the tumor has spread. Uh. Again, none of the chemo or treatment that she's given her has not worked. Mm-hmm. Has, has worked. And they've now just reached the end of the treatment that they can give her. And they have now said that she has just weeks left to live. Now, mm-hmm. already at this point, I was a mess. <laughs> yeah, same. It's just so I mean, horrible. it's just... The thing is, Danielle is playing this so well because she's just got this look of fear and terror and sadness in her eyes whenever she gets these pieces of information. Rob, I created, a, I created a new account so I could vote for her on Circle Awards. <laughs> like, what were I thinking? I need to vote. <laughs> Sorry, I've that... done it. Yeah, yeah, I've done it three times now as well. Email address. I've, yeah. I've done it three times now as well. Hey, we're allowed to. You can right? do we're that, allowed. everyone. You're allowed. Otherwise, they wouldn't let you do it, all right? It's perfectly Yeah, allowed. that is so true. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it would... I mean, she's been incredible. This this week especially, she's been absolutely incredible. Um, Obviously, everyone is devastated by this news. Um, Mm -hmm. She's left alone with Lexi. She can't tell her. She just can't tell her this. You know, she's just trying to... That's so sad when she lets her climb up bed where and having a cuddle with Yeah, I mean, this is obviously, like you said, like you've said before, now you're a mother. There's so much of this you can sort of upset you even more to watch because you you can relate to it more. I mean, I can't even imagine. It's just a horrible, horrible, horrible situation. Um, mm-hmm. She then turns around to Billy and says, "Look, pops, I, I don't want to end. I don't want it to end like this. All right, I'm just going to get worse. I'm just. I don't want my last Lex, Lexi's lasting memories of me to just be the shell of a person that can't remember and can't remember her. And I'm just going to be in so much pain. And I want some dignity left. So I want you to help me die. Now." At this point, that's where this story seemed to be going. Mm. And I was mm-hmm. in two minds about this at the start. I was kind of just like, oh, yeah. okay, so the euthanasia thing, all right, yeah, it's kind of quite common in these types of stories, and so it's for it to go yeah. down that route, okay. On the other end of it, I completely got it as well. Like, why the hell wouldn't you want... Like, if you knew this is... It's a controversial topic, yeah. all right, I get that. But at the same yeah, time, yeah, yeah. they kept sort of saying, you know, Jay said it at one point later on in the week, and Billy said it here, oh, it's illegal. And you kind of just, I forget about the legal aspects of it because it's just like, this is dignity, right? This is, you know, I know it's a At the end of the day, issue, legalities but... don't matter to that person who's dying. No, they couldn't care honest. less. Obviously, the care aftermath less. for the other people. But yeah, yeah, that's where it comes into play, yeah. a, They don't but matter to people I, when it's totally, life or death. I totally understood Lola's point of view at that point. Like, yeah, why so, would you want... So you know, all of these people that are around you to for that to be... that I, I It got seems it. I like a it. bit of a control thing as well in respect of I want to be... Not control, in, yeah, in charge of how this yeah, is going to end for me yeah, rather you than you want to be in control deciding. of how your life... Yeah, yeah. exactly, yeah. yeah. You know, I'm obviously we've seen it before in EastEnders, you know, of how Ethel went famously. You yeah. know, Peggy, Peggy mm-hmm. decided... So, uh, interestingly, uh, you know, with it being the anniversary of Peggy this week, that's kind of why I thought mm-hmm. was more convinced that was where it was going. It was like, oh, okay, you're doing a yeah. parallel with Peggy. But... 
we find out later on that Lola has kind of decided to go down the palliative route and is going to die naturally because yeah, thanks. we then yeah. go into the two-hander. Um, so, obviously, the last two-hander we had was Stuart and Linda, officially. And that was kind of, I want to say, 2018, something like that. So, a fair few years ago. Um, Pre-COVID. Yeah. That's how everything's marked now. Yeah, pre it was pre-COVID. Pre-COVID. Um, Arguably, you could say that the Grey and Chantel death episode was almost a two-hander, but there was lots of other, yeah. there was quite a few other characters in it, but yeah. it's kind of maybe thought of as a two-hander. But the last official mm-hmm. one was Stuart and Linda. Until we got to this. Uh, Jay and Lola. Now, I thought it was beautiful, straight off straight off the bat. Uh, I thought the whole episode was gorgeous. Um, yeah. They got, Jay um, basically breaks Lola out of the hospital. Because <laughs> I was like, well, I want, I want a day. I want to go because she's, she's been having dreams of, of like the sea and the beach, and yeah. she's I've scared little dreams where she's looking for Jay, and she's like, I want to go to the beach. I want to go to the beach right now. And he's like, Well, I, you're in hospital. How do you expect me mm. to do this? And she's like, Well, there's a wheelchair over there. So <laughs> they take this wheelchair, run Loder out of the hospital, and go off to Margate. Mm-hmm. Have a great day around Dreamland. Go on the rides, yeah, and like have candy floss and, and all that kind and of go thing. Go to the arcades and get rid of the unicorns. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Go by the way, that, I, yeah. I like I appreciated the machine drama because nobody gets toys out of those machines ever. I was amazed for a start when he when the hook grabbed it and then brought it towards yeah. the thing. Far more realistic, I thought, was the fact that it landed yeah, that and it just didn't go out the door. Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Fair play. And then Jay was kind of like, we could screw off with that and starts kicking the machine. And we've all done that. We've all done that. Um. So they also visit a shop. Where uh, yes, Lola discovers do. a necklace for a nice quid. ruby necklace, ruby necklace, same birthstone as birthstone. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And she wants she wants that for her sixteenth birthday. And Jay's like mm, sixty yeah. quid, bit 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 March. I was like, that's a bit tight, Jay. Come on, yeah, like it's well this, tight, like, it's like well tight. 60. Like I I appreciate yeah. that they are sixteenth even. <laughs> yeah. No, not 60th. Um, <laughs> not 60th. I appreciate, you know, I appreciate that they were sort of going, you yeah. know, obviously money's a bit tight for them at the moment because obviously Lola stopped working mm-hmm. and Jay's not working, even though he's getting full pay. But come on, Jay, 60 quid. You can afford 60 quid on yeah. this occasion. Um, yeah. But Lexi steals the necklace. Uh, Lola steals the necklace. Fair play. I don't blame her whatsoever, Flick. especially with a snobby with a snobby shop assistant that they had, that they had yeah. there as well. Um, yeah, so. Yeah. She kind of just slips it in her pocket and doesn't tell Joe about this. So we'll come back and the necklace no. will return in relevance mm-hmm. shortly. Um, what we also had, Jay has been taking secret guitar lessons. Now, I didn't realise all of this was kind of going on in the background until I was re-watching the episodes. But there was, a, there was little moments of Jay on his phone. I'd forgotten about this. I did and notice. Then, yeah, I did notice then... little moments on his phone and things. Yeah. Why is he going and just not saying? Because yeah. I specifically remember Lola saying, I thought we were having a chill day. And I thought, wouldn't you make the most of having a chill day? Where are you exactly. going to? But Jay has now been taking know. guitar lessons, and my God, these guitar mm. lessons have worked. Like he's, he's, he's took to it like a doctor. And singing Walter, lessons, where singing lessons be? He's written her a song, and it was a lovely song, and he sings. He's her, not. He sings ri- her he's not song. written it, uh, Rob. It is a song. Oh, is it an actual song? I did. Yes. Wonder, is, is it an actual? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> Who is it? Who is it? He's I'm very Clapton. He's very Clapton. Yeah, wonderful tonight. So embarrassing. (laughs) Well, I learned how to play that at school on keyboards. That's how I knew Songs. Yeah. So embarrassing! I'm so rubbish with music. It was a very fitting song. It was a it very, was a very fitting, fitting song. I thought it was. Really, I thought it was a lovely, yeah. lovely moment, and I thought yeah. Jane Bothwick sang it beautifully. And I would hope that that's Eurovision sorted for next year. Mm. Take Why it not? Could have gone. Okay. Yeah. It's gone worse. No, you know, but all credit to him. He's, 
he sang that really well. Like, I thought he sang it really nicely. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was a really really nice moment, and it was it fitted in within the context of the episode it really did. nicely. Kind of, Might they have kind of shed a little yeah, tear. Yeah, that's when like. I. That's the second time it got me as well. That's when I started crying. I was just like, this is devastating. This is, this is horrendous. Yeah, like, these poor. Because it's a song. It's basically you're just looking at this young couple that are just so in love now. You know, I know, I know that Lola has kind of drifted off twice, you know, once with Dexter and once with Peter. And, you know, Lola's not always been the most yeah, faithful yeah. of girlfriends. But, you know, the whole Jay and Lola thing has been nicely well established enough, I think, for this to really yeah. mean something. And yeah. when he was singing to that song, I was I was gone. It was, it's, I, 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 you know, and you see these sorts of storylines in soap quite often these days. You know, Corey have got one going on at the moment. Um, and... You know, you sort of yeah. kind of they sort of lose their impact after a while. I think when you you know a, a character's yeah. going through terminal illnesses, but mm-hmm. this has been so perfectly pitched. It's I all think. it has definitely. It's all just. I mean, when it's, it's making you cry, like uh, yeah. This, I mean, you, you can't. Know that they're doing it right. They've, don't they've you? done it right, haven't they? I mean, like I've mm. said all along, it's such a shame to be losing such a good actress to this storyline because this is the biggest storyline I've ever had. But at the same time, you have to also think it wouldn't have this much, this big an impact if the acting wasn't as good. So it's, it's, you know, Mm -hmm. you you kind of, you Mm -hmm. kind of try to take it that way. Um, So they have all this loveliness. uh, And then Lola, because she's been getting phone calls from Billy, who's trying to make her tell Jay about, you know, their little plan. Uh, She eventually tells Jay, He's understandably angry, upset, a bit hurt that he didn't come. She didn't come to him. We we'll see first quite place. a range of emotions in just the space of a couple of minutes. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. it's a lot though, to take yeah. in, isn't it? It's a lot to take in. I yeah. think you know he and he's had a, he's had a couple of days of quite a lot of information to take in. Mm. Quite a lot. He's of been emotions, coping pretty well so far. He has. I mean, in a lot of ways, Jay's the perfect partner to be going through this with because he's kind of dealt mm-hmm. with it all. He's taking it all pretty much in his stride, doesn't he? Like, oh, yes, yeah. he's sad about it. You can tell that he's sad about it, but he's mm. more than capable of sort of dealing with it. And I wonder how the mm-hmm. impact, how the aftermath of this is going to affect you. Yeah, definitely. That's going mm-hmm. to be, I think, because I think he's not really allowed himself to break down that much in front of, in front of no. Lola because he knows that she needs him to be strong. And he needs, and it. it's, Lexi it's, needs him yeah. to be strong. So I His wonder priority once Lola's is being gone, there for a while yeah. she's here, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And so I wonder he's not if, allowing himself to Yeah. And I wonder if once, whatever, Lex, yeah. once Lola is gone, then that will be when he starts to break down and when yeah. people need to be stepping forward for Jay. So that's going to be I think it'll be instant when she's gone. I like think, do you reckon? Yeah, instantly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He won't be I, able to hold it in anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's good. I mean, from here on in, this storyline is just going to be rough, isn't it? Every single scene mm-hmm. is going to be so supercharged with mm-hmm. what we know is to come fairly yeah. soon. Oh, dear. Um, so, uh, by the way, then the police uh, <laughs> finds them for the necklace because this snobby shop assistant has left her shop. And it's like searching Margate for them that have nicked this necklace. It's like, get a life, love. Yeah, that's true. Um, We're leaving shop and closing up for it day probably costs yeah. more than necklaces. You'd going. think. You'd think. Valid. Um, but, yeah, say they, they kind of get arrested and then Lola basically tells the police oh, yeah, what's going course, on. Yeah. They get they tell they tell the police what's going on and they're released obviously. Like, what they going to Thank get? God. Like, yeah, but they wasted two hours at police station. But yeah, that's a story quite... to tell in future. But they got the necklace. They got to keep the necklace. Yeah. So all is well. She wasn't so bad that shopkeeper was. She? No, you know she was nice enough in the end once she realised what was going yeah. on. Um, and then Jay takes Lola back to the hospital because she's getting really tired now. Uh, and the nurse kind of tells him off. He's like, this could have gone horrifically yeah. wrong. You do realise this. Mm-hmm. Remember the fact that you brought her in having basically had a seizure. So great yeah. great work there when Jay's like, yeah, all right, sorry about that. But we had a lovely day. 
yeah, yeah. Lots of Wally's well. Um, and then Lola has a word with Lexi and kind of works out that Lexi really, really needs Jay. And yeah. then the impact of the legalities of what they were planning on doing come to mm-hmm. play. Because, like I said, I think because of the emotional sort of aspect behind that sort of mm-hmm. thing, you forget about all of that because it's, you know, the morals behind it are very different to the legal implications of it. And I yeah. think Lola sort of has a moment of clarity where she's like, oh, yeah, I, I can't let, because Lexi needs can't as much support. Mm-hmm. Well, I, Lexi needs some, as, as much support around her when I'm gone as she can possibly get. So, okay, fine. For Lexi, I'm going to do this naturally. Um, which I was surprised by. I have to say, I thought once they'd landed on the sort of the youth and suggested like the euthanasia pathway, that, mm-hmm. that was just where the storyline was going to go. And it would have been a completely yeah, understandable route for the storyline to go. Mm-hmm. But she's she's going... Basically I think it just shows and, you that these yeah. are the kind of things that, that people probably go through. This is the kind of thought mm. process people who are in this position go through. And then they come to that realisation that yeah. it's not really worth doing it you know the people who are going to still be here afterwards and have to live with it which is going to be yeah that's the other side of it as well but it's oh everything do you think that's why they made that's why they made jay get arrested right as well so that she could have the realization there maybe yeah you know he'd be that makes sense so if that happened down the line it's not worth it so yeah it's very possible um, mm-hmm. But, I mean, the soap awards are coming up, people, and the soap awards uh, need voting for because everybody mm-hmm. in this storyline has been sensational. This storyline has been sensational, and quite frankly, the show has been sensational recently, and it deserves the accolade. Um, so mm-hmm. the soap award votes are still open. Get on it, please. <laughs> please, if you would. Yeah, I'm please sure. do. Um, but, yeah, all beautiful this time. And, yeah, the two-hander, beautiful. Really, really This episode wild. alone, this episode yeah. alone deserves an award doesn't it it, it does yeah um written by uh richard davidson richard who davidson, yeah. also wrote the episode that i loved a few weeks ago with the fallout of denise ravi and so if yeah. he's back he's been, yeah he's been, i've noticed his name yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah he's been for the show quite episodes. a bit of the new simon ashdown perhaps um he's been getting some quite big episodes you said um, that so, to me actually yeah uh they felt like an ashdown without being an ashdown yeah it thought, did which is, yeah they which are is, yeah mm. it's just yeah brilliant the writers that they've got in at the moment they're sort of they're really focusing on like these really strong writers mm-hmm. the writing has been really strong over the past since the clenshaw era really started kicking into gear yeah. and i'm just loving it i'm loving it so there we are then that was this week's episodes who was your gold star going through this week ray oh i've not even thought about it oh you put me on the spot well it's got to be lola <laughs> do this every do that joke every single week <laughs> No, Rob, I, that was actually genuinely. You know, it was like, coming. Was it's, a, it's a thing. It's a thing. The gold star. I was prepared thing. last week. I weren't this week. I don't think. But you're giving it to Lola, yeah? Yeah, obviously. And I think. I think just for completion, I'll give mine to Jay as well. So Lola and Jay for yeah. our gold stars this mm-hmm. week. Who would you be giving mm-hmm. your gold stars to? Let us know in the comment section below and throw your comments onto all the storyline discussions that we have discussed this week. Get me words out. Put my teeth in. Um. Finally, we will be handing over to you and a little bit of news at the end of the show. So, a little bit of news this week. This technically was released on uh, the 4th of May, but I uh, we had other stuff going on. And I think it's more relevant this week, actually, to discuss it, bearing in mind uh, what mm. we were saying with Kim. 
Um, EastEnders yeah. is to release a special mental health series that's going to be presented by Natalie Cassidy. She's set to interview stars of the show. Uh, according to Digital Spy, as part of the BBC's wider focus on mental health, Cassidy, who plays Sonia Fowler on the soap, will speak to cast members about some of the show's issue-based storylines. The EastEnders content will be available across social media and will supplement other mater material from Busted member Matt Willis and professional boxer Carl Frampton. There will also be discussions on the subject on other BBC shows, such as The One Show and Country file i mean that's good i think no like, mental health is Brilliant. obviously something that mental health is something mm -hmm. that obviously needs discussing as much as possible yeah um because talking about it is how you is how you help yourself and how you help other people yeah. um so that's mm -hmm. that's good i'm really looking forward to that and we'll tie in quite well with what we were talking about with kim this week as well so we'll, i yeah, think that definitely. might kind of help to see as which perspective they're going from with the kim story so yeah i'm, yeah. I'm interested to see that um do you have a comment from a lovely listener e? i do i've got a comment from nancy hove hannishin i hope i've said that right um, who said on our Instagram page, Queen Elaine is great. I like the way she knows who broke into the Vic, but then she apologises to Nish. She has a plan in mind. The crisps belong in front. Harriet is outstanding. I have to say, I thought the crisps looked quite good at the front of the, at where they where she ended up putting them. It makes, uh, now, the crisps have been there for years. I'm, Alfie's mentioned at one point, uh, they've been there since Sharon's days. I'm pretty sure Peggy kept them there as well. I could be wrong, right. but I'm fairly Can I'm fairly I just sure. say, there's a, yes. there's a compromise on this. The crisps okay. belong at the front because they remind the customers that they sell crisps and might go, oh, I'll have a bag of them crisps. Yeah. But then you keep the rest of the stock in the hallway because uh -huh. you can't fit them all on the bar anyway. So That's do true. both. Anyway, she's talking from someone who works in the industry. I've works really in the industry. <laughs> works in the industry and knows what she's talking about when it comes They're to agreed. crisps and drinks. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then finally, Gemma Archer, uh, with regards to the two-hander, said, such a beautiful episode. Danielle and Jamie were incredible. Their arguments broke my heart. I was born in Margate and grew up nearby, worked there as a teenager and had many a night out there. So it feels even more special that they use the town for Lola's last day out. Oh, that's nice. I mean, I imagine, you know, if you were born in Margate, that would have been pretty amazing to see on screen for uh, for that for that last day. Um, yeah, I mean, Danielle and Jamie were incredible this week and have been throughout this storyline. Yeah. They've clearly like put putting their all into it. And I really hope that some uh, awards come in Eastern as well at the Soap Awards. Definitely. Don't forget to vote. Um, remember, guys, we are not here next week. We'll be back the following week, which we'll be having a big old bumper episode of talking about a fortnight's worth of EastEnders. We'll get lots of tea ready for that, and don't drink too much yes. wine that week, Ray. Two weeks I worth. Won't. I don't think you'll be on. You'll be on your back. Anyway. You'll be on your back, and I'll be seeing your boobs again. Let's not do that. Okay. So. <laughs> never happened. She says this. She says it never happened. Ray, how can people get in touch with us over those next two weeks? You can find us on Facebook at Albert Square After Dark, on Twitter and Instagram at E20 After Dark. If you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to like and subscribe. You can listen to us on Apple and all your favourite podcast sites. And lastly, email us at e20afterdarkpodcast at gmail.com. In the meantime, guys, don't forget to like, subscribe if you've enjoyed what you've watched today. We'll be back uh, in two weeks' time. Can't wait to see you there. Until then, it's goodbye from me. Goodbye from me. Bye. See you then. Bye.